Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges, and this is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we are studying the Bible. We are working our way through the Gospel of John. Today, this is episode 85, and we're looking at John chapter 3, verses 16 through 18. Jesus has been talking to Nicodemus, and that came to a close. And you have to read carefully. Uh, This new section is more of just a pause, a reflective piece in John's Gospel where he's talking about the big picture. And he's just really given us a a great, concise picture of salvation in Christ here. So let's read the passage, John 16 through 18. For God loved the world in this way. He gave his one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Anyone who believes in him is not condemned, but anyone who does not believe is already condemned, because he has not believed in the name of the one and only Son of God. John 3.16 is probably the most well-known verse in the Bible often quoted, uh, waved on signs at football games, and it is a really wonderful verse. But we got to be careful, it doesn't stand on its own. It depends on the rest of the Bible. But really, these three verses together are necessary to, to keep together to retain the full meaning. Verse 16 is a, is a statement of fact. It's talking about salvation through Christ. And then, but verse 17 talks about the purpose, why God is doing this. And then verse 18 is given a, a cold, hard slap in the face of the current reality of things. So it begins with God loved the world in this way. We're used to this because that's what we've always heard. But for the Jewish way of thinking, this was new. For them, God loved Israel. God loved the Jewish people. The idea that God loved everyone was, it's, it's sprinkled throughout the, the prophets, but that was always kind of a far-off thing. Someday the rest of the world will come around and worship the one true God. But in their line of thinking, God was very narrow in his love. His love was for his covenant people. But John's bringing up a point here that is new to their thinking. It's common thinking for for Christian thought because it is throughout the the New Testament as well as sprinkled in the Old Testament. The idea that God loves everyone. Everyone is created in the image of God and God loves everyone. God loves the world. Then he explains how. This is how much he loves the world. He gave his one and only son. Now gave has has two meanings. Uh, Gave in that he sent Jesus Christ to earth to live amongst us, but then also gave on the cross as he gave him to die. But he gave his one only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. All three of these verses have a a plus and minus to them, two two halves, uh, positive and negative. So here it's the person who believes will not perish but have eternal life. So there's the idea of it's, it's either perishing or eternal life. Now, for the person that believes, it's not perishing, but it is having eternal life. This is the cost of this event. It took God giving his one and only son. Now, that comes out of the love of God. 
and it's not a, well, luckily God loved us enough, but God so loved us so much that this is what he did. Now, verse 17 says, For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Here's this plus and minus, positive and negative, that the condemning the world versus saving the world. So God sent his Son so that anyone who believes would have eternal life. He didn't send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but provide salvation. And that last uh, two words there is important. Save the world through him. Salvation is only through Christ. This is the purpose. This is the good news. Didn't send Jesus to condemn. He sent Jesus to save. This is good news, but it does raise a question. Save from what? And this is a, a question that we always have to, to ask. Save from what? What is it that we are saved from? We talk about being saved. Saved from what? We talk about being saved from sin. Well, yes, that is true, because sin is a bad thing in itself. But the bigger sense of salvation is being saved from the consequences of sin. And what are the consequences of sin? Judgment. God's judgment. So we've got to remember that Jesus came to save us, but save us from what? The consequences of our sin, yes. But those consequences are the wrath of God. And we can't sugarcoat it. It's an uh, important part of, of the aspect of this. is, And, and that's what he brings up in, in verse 18. Anyone who believes in him is not condemned. But anyone who does not believe is already condemned because he's not believed in the name of the one and only Son of God. So here's the positive and negative here, the, the plus and minus, the not condemned versus the already condemned. So God loved the world so much that he sent Jesus Christ to provide salvation for those who believe in him. And he didn't send Jesus into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through what he does. And if you believe in him, you are not condemned. But anyone who does not believe is already condemned. This is back to the idea, what are we saved from? The wrath of God. And the Bible makes clear that we're all born under the wrath of God. We're all born condemned. We're all born separated from God. So it's not just a far-off thing that in the end that I hope when God weighs the scales of my life that the good will outweigh the bad. No, I'm already, the, the scale is already tipped that there isn't even a scale. It's that I am under condemnation already and there's nothing I can do about it. But that's why Jesus came to provide salvation, to rescue me from that condemnation that I'm already under. Now, this is not to minimize the future judgment, but we already told what the status of the future judgment is. That the future judgment is the books will be opened and the names read from the book of life. And if you're not in the book of life, you're cast in eternal condemnation. If you are in the book of life, eternity with God. And how do you get your name in the book of life? By believing 
there's several words that get uh, repeated here. A number of times you see world, just in verse 17 alone, world appears three times. But in verse 18, we see the word believe three times. These are key aspects here that Jesus Christ came not just for the Jews. Jesus Christ came for the world, everyone, everyone for all time. But the conditions of this are belief. No one is saved apart from belief. Some people uh, want to ask questions, so that doesn't seem fair. How can God condemn someone who has never had the opportunity to believe? That's why the missionary mandate is so dire, to get the gospel to the world, to get the gospel to all people. And the missionary mandate is, as far as the world goes, to, to the ends of the earth. But it's also the people around us. How many people do each of us know who do not know Christ? And what's the solution? For them to believe. And how do you believe? You hear the gospel. How do you hear the gospel? Well, we are in an unprecedented period of history right now as far as communication goes with the Internet and uh, wireless devices that... Uh, means of communication are, are like they never have been before. So the opportunity to get the gospel out is, uh, has gone through amazing shifts here in the last few years. But the gospel gets out from us, whether we say it face-to-face, -face, whether we get it out via electronic means or whatever. But those of us who have the gospel, those of us who have responded to the gospel, are the ones responsible to get the gospel to those who need to hear it. Now, there's two uh, points of responsibility here. In verse 16, it says God is the one who initiates salvation. But the uh, flip side of that is it's for those who believe. So God's the one who has initiated all this, but we each need to exercise faith and believe in the name of Jesus Christ. This is an amazing passage right here. We'll continue along these lines uh, a few more verses uh, John talks about this, uh, this big picture of what Jesus was all about, salvation. God so loved the world that he sent his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Anyone who believes in him is not condemned, but anyone who does not believe is already condemned, because he's not believed in the name of the one and only Son of God. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the Gospel of John.